got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here. Welcome to Coffee and Crypto Live, guys. We have a fantastic show lined up for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about Ethereum. I've got over two dozen different technical factors that I want to bring to your attention in this stream. Over the last seven episodes of Coffee and Crypto Live that goes live 9.30 Eastern every single day, every single weekday, we have pretty much exclusively spoken about Bitcoin, but we haven't talked about Ethereum lately, and that's a real travesty because there are quite a lot of things going on on Ethereum that you're not going to want to miss. Drop a one in chat if you're invested in Ethereum as well as in Bitcoin. I know you want to know what is going on over there. So in this show, we are going to be talking about where Ethereum is, where it's come from, and where we think it is going over the next 7 to 30 days. I'm going to be breaking down why I think a $4,700 Ethereum is in the cards at some point in November. And before we get into all of that, we're also going to be doing a two-minute technical segment on Bitcoin. You guys missed the two-minute technical segments that we did about six months ago. So we're going to do that on Bitcoin to keep you guys up to speed. We don't want to neglect Bitcoin. We love Bitcoin, but we're going to be focusing on Ethereum. We're going to have our first segment on the bullish technicals, then our second segment on the bearish technicals. It's a relatively short segment. There are some bearish things you need to know on Ethereum, and then we're going to draw all of our conclusions. Like I said, I think we have a great show lined up for you today. Hit that like button if you think that, uh, well, hit the like button if you want to support our channel. But before we get started, I do want to introduce my co-host and one of your favorites, Mr. T.A. Tam. How you doing, Tam? What's up, everybody? It's uh, been a good morning so far, so I'm ready for a great show. We do have a a little twist coming, not really a twist, just a change to the HODL trophy predictions. We'll announce that at the end of the show, so stay tuned. Yeah, well, we are also joined by the current HODL trophy winner. Hold it up there, Smay. How you doing, Smay? Hello, everybody. I just want to have a moment with my trophy here. I want to, I want to first and foremost, I want to thank some members real quick. Heck yeah. And the people I choose to, to thank today are the people that helped me win this trophy, the names of the people on the trophy. I would like to shout out Adam Rourke, Matt so, Adam. C., Tommy Lou, Edward Hess, Woo! Rick4962, Daniel Walton, Screwhead, and Dennis Pizarka. You guys are so special. That's why your names are on the trophy. And I love you guys. Let's go. Shout out to all of our members. Thank you guys very much for joining the membership program. Thank you to each and every single last one of you. Before we get started, I do want to mention that today's show is brought to you by one of the indicators that we use. It's called LuxAlgo. And in fact, I'm going to be showing you guys a bunch of new tools in LuxAlgo that I have been learning about recently that are going to be playing a big role in our analysis today. If you want to sign up for one of our favorite technical indicators that we use, you should definitely check out the coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout. You can find the link to Lux Algo down below if you find it helpful during today's analysis. But without much further ado, let's jump onto my chart. Like I said, today's show is about Ethereum, but I want to give you a two-minute technical on Bitcoin. Drop a one in chat if you were looking forward to this. I know you guys have been asking for stuff like this for a very long time. We're going to do it. Two minutes on the clock. Let's go ahead and talk about Bitcoin, and in two minutes, we're going to jump into Ethereum. The first thing I want to show you on Bitcoin is, hey, look at this. We've rallied very far, very quickly over the last 21 days or so, but in the last couple of days, Bitcoin has entered what we call an ascending triangle pattern with a flat level of resistance right there and an uptrending level of support right there. On top 
top of that, if we look back out to the daily chart, we can see that we are currently under a buy signal on our favorite Lux Algo. You can see that it came into play right here around the 4th or 5th of October. On top of that, if we look at some of our other technical indicators, one of them is actually called the Lux Oscillator Premium, which I was messing around with it this morning. I need to switch that back to Classic. You can see that the momentum here from this indicator is moving us to the upside. This is a bullish signal, and we are getting a lot of good support from that. You can also see that the RSI is sitting up here around our 60 to 7, uh, 70 to 75 level, which indicates strength in the bulls. And we can also see that while the volume is still low, it has actually had a couple of major spikes over the last couple of days. On top of that, just looking at our candlesticks, you can see that uh, Bitcoin has mostly green candlesticks over the last 21 days, and the last three candlesticks have been green. Looking out to the weekly chart, we can also see that there was what is known as a uh, three white soldiers pattern that showed up on Bitcoin here, here, and here. Three weeks, three large green candlesticks. That is very, very bullish. And on top of that, right now, we are sitting at the highest level that we have ever sat at for a close on this on a, a, a weekly candlestick we have never seen a weekly candlestick close as high as we did last week so that is incredibly bullish the short and the long of it is that bitcoin is very bullish right now we are expecting it to be breaking all-time high frankly it might even do it as early as today but i think it's going to happen in the next couple of weeks so that is a little bit of a rundown on bitcoin because i know you guys want to know what's going on on bitcoin it's breaking bullish or trying to out of that ascending triangle pattern a lot of the technicals are backing up the fact that it can continue that rally so with that said we're going to jump on to ethereum and like i said said, guys, we have a lot that we want to cover on Ethereum. You can see I have four possible scenarios. We're going to break down all four of these here in a second. But even before we get into our technical analysis on Ethereum, I want to lay a foundation. I want to lay an overview for what the last year and a half on Ethereum has looked like. As you guys remember, there was something spooky that happened in March of last year that threw the world into a tizzy. And if I say the name of it on YouTube, I very well may get demonetized. So I'm not going to say it, but you know what I'm talking about. When that news of virus occurred, we saw Ethereum drop from $300 down to 90. Ethereum would drop 70% in the short span of 30 days. And ever since then, Ethereum rallied from $88, which was the exact bottom, $4,200, 4,800%, over 425 days, all the way to 40, uh, excuse me, to 4,700, uh, excuse me, to $4,400 as our local all-time high, which we are still below right now. That massive rally saw literally over $100 billion of valuation dive into the Ethereum decentralized application and decentralized finance ecosystem. There has been an exorbitant amount of growth on Ethereum. We've seen things like EIP-1559 come out. We've seen other things like uh, Ethereum 2.0 having a lot of development going on behind the scenes. It's been an incredibly bullish period for Ethereum. And on top of that, right now we find ourselves in a very large symmetrical triangle pattern with a downtrending level of resistance right here, uptrending level of support right here. Those are both going to be important in today's analysis. And it harkens back to what we saw back here in 2016, in 2017, when Ethereum had an uptrend right here, downtrend right here. And following that, Ethereum actually would break out to the upside 281% and rally a thousand bucks in 90 days. Ethereum had a massive rally. And by the way, if you're wondering what this wick is, I remember when this happened. This happened right before I got into crypto. Somebody went on exchange on Coinbase and sold $30 million worth of Ethereum in one order, crash the market. Just to give you perspective, $30 million orders are a dime a dozen nowadays. Back then, that caused Ethereum to crash to $13 from $350. That's how much the market has grown since then, and the price has not kept up. Should give you an indication of what the long-term technicals are looking like. So here's the point, guys. Ethereum is in a long-term uptrend. It's in a pattern 
that indicates that that long-term uptrending movement is going to continue. So with that said, how is it going to happen? Well, remember, we like to break this show up into three segments, our bullish segment, our bearish segment, and then our conclusion where we wrap it all up in a nice, neat bow so you have something to walk away with after you are done watching this show. The first thing we want to talk about are our bullish technicals, and they start like this. The very first thing that you need to know, if you don't already, is that Ethereum is currently in what is known as an inverse head and shoulders pattern. You can see it right here. There was a shoulder right here, a head right here, and a shoulder right here, and that neckline shows up right here around $3,622. Now, remember that symmetrical triangle pattern that we had earlier. I'm going to draw it all from scratch so, you, so that you can see it. There's a downtrending level of resistance right there and an uptrending level of support right here. These are some of the most important levels on Ethereum at the moment. The flat level that represents the inverse head and shoulders pattern shoulder line, then the downtrend, then the uptrend. Right now, what Ethereum is doing is it's rejecting from this downtrending level of resistance and pulling back down and testing support on this flat level that we broke above back on the 14th of October. So that is a little bit of context for where we are. But on top of that, I also want to show you what Lux Algo is saying, because as you guys know, we love Lux Algo. It's given us a lot of great signals, and there's actually some new signals I'm going to be showing you today having to do with that Lux Oscillator that I mentioned earlier. But you can see that there was a strong buy signal on Lux Algo that came in back on the 14th of October. We are still under that strong buy signal, and we are very happy about that. On top of that, moving down here to our oscillators, we can see in the RSI, RSI on Ethereum is currently sitting at 62. This indicates that Ethereum is bullish, but not too bullish. It's not cold, but it's not hot. It's like somewhere in the middle. It's just it's just right. It's just warm enough. We don't want to see Ethereum so bullish that it's piping hot and it can't maintain the rally and we have a blow off top. That's not what we want to see. We've seen that happen before. It's never fun. It's fun for a little bit and then it sucks and you have basically a bullish hangover for the next year and that's called a bear market. We don't want that to happen. We want the market to rally, but we want it to do it consistently. Right now, us sitting around 62, it shows that we are strong for the bulls, but it means that we're not too strong for the bulls that we've gotten ahead of ourselves. So I'm actually very happy with where the RSI is right now. Now, another indicator that I want to show you is called Market Cipher. You can see that Market Cipher and its blue momentum bands right here momentum waves here have been gradually moving to the upside. We had some lows down here. We've moved to the upside here around October the 9th, and then we're moving to the upside again. This is a general trend that the momentum is moving in the right direction on Ethereum. Now, there's actually a couple of bearish points here that I'm going to make in our bearish segment, so stay tuned because I'm going to talk about that. But for right now, uh, the market cipher is showing quite a bit of bullish sentiment. On top of that, you can also see that the money flow right here is currently sitting right around 18, but it is in general over the last seven days, and in general is the key word there, moving to the upside. So, market cipher is partially bullish. On top of that, this is called just a plot down here. That is green, and that is basically meaning that we are in uptrending territory for the market, so that is good. Now, another thing I want to show you is a part of Lux Algo that I've never shown you before. It's actually called the Trend Catcher. If I bring this up, you can see the Trend Catcher is this line right here. It switches from green to red, and oftentimes it switches before the buy or the sell signal comes in. Oftentimes, the buy or the sell signal will actually be a confirmation of what the Trend Catcher is saying. You can see that the Trend Catcher actually went bullish right here on the 5th. We didn't have the strong buy signal until the 14th. Over here, we saw the Trend Catcher reverse literally the day we hit the top on the 6th of September, and then we didn't actually see the sell signal until down here. How you set up your sell signal can affect things, but the trend catcher seems to even call things even earlier than the buy and the sell signals do on Lux Algo. So the trend catcher is quite bullish right now, and it is obviously telling us that, well, the trend is bullish and that we are happy about that. Now, something that I want to show you has to do with 
the four hourly chart down here on the bullish technicals and it actually shows up on my original chart back over here Re disregard all of this craziness i want to show you that we are in this little symmetrical triangle pattern right here so we're going to draw this on clean chart so that you can see it a little bit better you see there is one uptrend that i want you to pay attention to and it is this one we have a bottom right here a pivot point and then a set point right here but there's actually another uptrend that is quite important on ethereum right now and it is this one notice this uptrend has been in play since the 29th of september it might not look like that long of a trend but it's actually been in play for three weeks and it's butting its head right now today up against our longer term downtrend what this means effectively is that we are sitting in a decision point. Guys, I use this term all the time. And you might think, Jeb, you're just saying it's in a decision point like literally every other day. Well, I am. That's what a technical analysis is. The market is always in a decision point, And it's our, it's our prerogative to figure out what that decision is going to end up being so that we can figure out how we want to trade it. Right now, Ethereum is in a symmetrical triangle pattern with a climax in four days on the 23rd of October. Ethereum has been losing momentum. We can even see that in the Bollinger Bands right here. It's lost some of its momentum, excuse me, not momentum, but it's lost some of its volatility and it is constricting in here. Even looking at the volume, we can see the volume rallied, but over the last about 16 hours, it's been going to the downside. We are coiling up like a spring. I've used this analogy before. You have like a spring and you start pushing it tighter and tighter and tighter. And eventually the tighter you push it and you let it go. And then all this energy gets released. There's a lot of potential energy being built up in Ethereum right now to use a physics analogy. And I think that that potential energy is going to be converted into kinetic energy once some kind of catalyst comes comes into play. That catalyst might be Bitcoin breaking out. It might be a big news story on Ethereum, which we have a lot of those we're going to talk about. Whatever it is, Ethereum right now is a coiled spring and it is looking to move. I think it's going to move to the upside, but we're going to look at several different scenarios here in a second as to how it might do that. But on top of that, I want to show you a few other things here on the four hourly chart. Namely, Market Cipher just had a green dot come in. That is a very good sign. And even though the money flow is negative over the last 12 hours, over the last two days, excuse me, which we're going to talk about in our bearish segment, in general, we have some bullish technicals coming in here on Market Cipher. Not everything. It's not incomplete agreements, but you can even see that our lows here on momentum have been continuing to move to the upside. That does indicate that we're seeing longer term bullish pressure on Ethereum, but shorter term bearish pressure. And that, by the way, if I had to give you the theme of this video in a nutshell, that's what it is. We're seeing short-term bearish pressure, long-term bullish pressure. That's what we're going to be talking about this whole stream because that's what this all boils down to. Short-term bearish, long-term bullish. There is not a contradiction in that. There are waves in that. So I hope you understand that. Also, moving on here, I want to show you the MACD because this is bullish. MACD has been converging on itself. It looks like we may end up having a bullish cross. If MACD, uh, excuse me, if the price action does manage to move to the upside at all, we will likely have a MACD cross come in to confirm it. And on top of that, we can also see that there's a bull flag forming right now that you can see right here. And this bull flag, it's a little bit janky, frankly, because there's a lot of different wicks to the upside and the downside, but it is a bull flag. This bull flag as you can see with a price target right here, gives us a price target of roughly $4,200. You can see that it points us all the way up here to about $4,250. If we draw that as a horizontal level and look back in history, you can see that that is pretty much all-time high, not counting this 16 hours of price action above it. So we do have a price target of $4,250. That is quite bullish. This bull flag does indicate that we could be going up there. Now, I have just a couple more technicals I want to show you in the bullish camp. And then we have about four news stories I want to show you that are really, really bullish. One of the bullish things I want to show you has to do with Luxalgo. 
Lux Algo, I believe this is an hourly chart indicator. Yes, the hourly chart indicator, you can see the trend tracer right here. We're currently under a sell signal, which makes sense because we're moving sideways. We've actually been moving to the downside gradually ever since that happened. But take a look at the trend catcher right here. It actually turned green around 1900 hours, which was seven o'clock on October the 17th. That indicates that we have a sell signal, yes, meaning that we're trading sideways. But notice how the color of these candlesticks are. It's purple. It's not red. The fact that it's purple means that it's selling pressure, but not a lot. It's not red, which means that it's like super, super bearish. If you look back on the history here, you can see some red candlesticks where we turn from this kind of purplish color to red. Red means no, man, we're really seriously bearish. But purple just means we're kind of somewhere in the middle, which is what we are. We're kind of somewhere in the middle. We're trading sideways. But this trend catcher turned green just two days ago. That is a bullish signal down here on the hourly chart that we might be having an early warning sign that we're going to break to the upside. So definitely something to keep in mind there. Now, another thing to mention here has to do with money, uh, uh, has to do with market cipher. Market cipher has been switching bullish and we've seen the money flow has caught up and is moving to the upside. We can also see that there are higher lows coming in here on the momentum bands. We can see that the uh, that there's been a green dot here over just the last couple of hours. And in general, Market Cipher is bullish. Market Cipher is really cool. And it is telling us, hey, the next couple of hours might be bullish on Ethereum. We can even see right here, there was a large upper wick that indicates that we may be seeing the bulls trying to break out literally right now. So guys, we do have more technical analysis that we want to do on Ethereum. We're going to be doing our bearish technical analysis in a second. There's not a lot of it, but what there is, is actually pretty important. So make sure you stay tuned for that because it is absolutely imperative that you guys know exactly what is going on in the market because if you don't, then you are going to have a hard time making profit in the market. So make sure you stay tuned for that. We want to make sure that you guys get both sides of the story because if you don't fully understand both sides of the story, it's going to be very difficult for you to make an informed trade and decision. With that said, I do want to move on here to a couple of different news stories a couple of different articles. One of the ones that is pretty interesting here actually has to do with Bitcoin. But remember, Bitcoin leads us to understanding Ethereum because Bitcoin leads the market. All bears will, another word that I'm scared to say on YouTube because I don't want to, all bears will perish. Let's call it that. Bitcoin metric prepares to flip green for the first time in six months. Again, this is a Bitcoin metric, but what follows Bitcoin? Ethereum. Remember back to 2017, December 16th, when Bitcoin hit all-time high at 20K? When did Ethereum do it? Uh, January 14th, 2018. It was a month behind. Bitcoin generally leads the market. Right now, it looks like Bitcoin might be about to be doing that. You can see this metric right here. The Bitcoin cost basis ratio of long-term and short-term holders. Gee whiz, it almost is like on-chain analysts are worse at naming things than astronomers. It's like you got astronomy here and it's so freaking cool and you name your star like NSB 1995-1741. You know, it's you, you could name it like Supernova. Like what happened to cool names? You know, we have cool names for other things in technical analysis. Not so much here. Nevertheless, I mean, try and make a clickbait title out of cost basis ratio of long-term and short-term holders. Nevertheless, take a look at this chart. I'm not going to break down exactly how this is calculated, but you can see this line moving right here. It looks like it's bottoming out. The last time that it bottomed out and it reversed was about January, February, March, April of 2020, went into a big rally. The, the time before that was early on in the rally where we saw Bitcoin rally from about $3,000 to $13,000. We saw it turn green here at the very bottom of the 2015 uh, accumulation phase, went into a bull market. Literally every single time that this indicator has turned around, we have seen Bitcoin move into a big, big uptrend. So this is a good sign. This is an on-chain metric, and I don't want you guys to miss out on this. This is indicating that we're about to see some bullish pressure coming into Bitcoin and therefore the cryptocurrency market and therefore Ethereum. So so don't forget that. Another thing I want to show you here is this. Ethereum price to reach $19,000 in current cycle suggests Ethereum trading history. This is super, super interesting because... 
Uh, the simple fact is Ethereum is in what we call a price discovery phase right now. And these experts talking about this uh, believe that the same thing is going on. A move up that coincides with Ethereum's previous cycle top puts a target at $19,518. You can see this graph right here. Again, I don't have time to go into a lot of detail on this right here in this show. But if you would like me to in the future, I can in a dedicated video. Check this out. This is uh, this is the uh, mar potential market cycle top right here. You can see that according to this, the potential market cycle top right now for Ethereum, based on the previous bull market where we hit fourteen hundred, is about twenty thousand dollars. I don't think that Ethereum's going to twenty thousand dollars in the next year or two. It might, but I do think that some of these predictions up here, like this second highest band that puts a price target at ten thousand five hundred, you can see that we hit this second highest band right over here in twenty seventeen when we hit four hundred dollars. I think that that makes a lot of sense and then we could go to about $10,000. So these articles I'm showing you guys are just giving you kind of a, a taste, a feel for what Bitcoin and the cryptocurrency market is doing right now. Another thing I want to tell you that gives you kind of a feel for that is the number of wallets holding one or more Ethereum. You can see that there's currently a record going on right now. The number of people holding one or more ETH right now has climbed and has hit 1,341,789. Drop a one in chat if you were one of them. Ethereum is a great project and a lot more people are accumulating a lot more of it. That helps with our decentralization, and that helps with the general sentiment here in crypto. So with that said, we're going to go ahead and move into an intermission here, and we're going to go ahead and read some of your chat, and we're going to read any super chats that have come through. And then in about five minutes, we're going to jump back into our technicals. We're going to talk about any potential bearish technicals. Then we're going to draw some conclusions, and we're going to make sure that you guys walk away from the stream with a solid understanding of where Ethereum is and where Ethereum is going. So let's do it. You know, I think we have some a little bit extra time because I think we're going to hear a little bit early. We are getting here a little early, Jeb, yes. would you want to jump on to uh, in chat we have a lot of content going on right now with bitcoin so yeah. there's the debate right now is this dumping is it rejecting um, we're seeing it climb right back out to 63 uh while you were speaking jeb we climbed above 63 mm -hmm. came back down we're kind of dancing what is your take on what's happening sure. right now absolutely so guys we actually are a little ahead of schedule here so i'm more than happy to show you some bitcoin technicals let's jump onto the bitcoin chart for about five minutes and i'll show you some things over there right now bitcoin as i said earlier is attempting a break above this symmetrical triangle uh, this ascending triangle pattern there's a flat level of resistance on Bitcoin sitting right here at $62,650. And literally over just the last 20 or so minutes that we've been live, Bitcoin attempted to break out. Starting at 932, Bitcoin broke from $62,660 all the way up to $63,600. It has currently pulled back, had a very large lower wick. Notice this, it took only a minute. But this lower wick went from 62,600 all the way down to 62,200, and then we bounced and rallied. This little recovery right here, and this is live technical analysis, by the way, guys. Obviously, I haven't had time to prepare for this because we haven't, you know, this just happened five minutes ago, and you've known what I've been doing for the last five minutes. We see that there's a long lower shadow right here, a nice, solid recovery. This, to me, looks like the bulls are trying like hell to break this flat level of resistance, and frankly, I think it might end up working. The fact is, Bitcoin is coiled up like a spring the same way that Ethereum is. We want to see Ethereum move to the upside, but Ethereum needs to follow Bitcoin. If Ethereum is going to do what I think it's going to do, which is have a big breakout, frankly, maybe even today, then it's going to need to see Bitcoin lead. Bitcoin is the leader. It follows the leader. Look here on the 15-minute chart. You can see this massive upper wick. This, you could argue, is a bearish thing because it means the bulls uh, lost their power to Ethereum, if not for this more recent 15-minute candlestick, guys. We rallied all the way up here, and now the bulls are trying it again. I'm seeing a lot of bullish strength and sentiment coming from from Bitcoin right now, you can even see that there is a gigantor green candle or green bar here on the volume. 
I'm talking, this is one of the largest green volume candlesticks that we have seen in a very long time. In fact, the last time that I can find that we saw a green candlestick this large was literally, let's look at it, um, October 6th. That's the last time that we saw a candlestick that large. So there is a lot of bullish pressure going on. We've been talking about this for days, guys. There's this uptrend going on on Bitcoin right here. There's a flat level right here of resistance, and and Bitcoin is attempting a break to the upside. Now, looking at some of our longer-term technicals, and by longer-term, I basically mean the hourly chart, which is quite bullish, we can see something down here on what's called the Lux Oscillator. You can see that this acts like a histogram. It's kind of similar to the histogram on MACD, but it's a little bit different. You can see this is moving to the upside. That is a good signal that we're going to continue to the upside. You can also see something down here on the hourly chart, which is a one-hourly MACD cross to the upside on Bitcoin. You can also see on the RSI, it's been trending to the upside. We're sitting around 64. In general, the one-hourly chart's looking pretty solid, guys. Looking here at the um, market cipher, we've seen there's a green dot that's come in. The the momentum looks like it's going to set a new high. RSI, Stoke RSI are moving to the upside. Swaps moving to the upside. Um, Money flow is moving to the upside. There's a green uh, switch down here on the plot. So everything right now, and this basically, by the way, just shows you what the uh, what the more recent, uh, yeah. So everything right here on Market Cipher looks to be pretty bullish. Everything is saying that this rally has the potential to push Bitcoin very far in a very good direction. And even if we do reject here, what we've just done is we've established that, hey, volume and volatility is coming back and the Bollinger Bands are going to start widening. And that indicates to us that we are going to see more bullish uh, pressure and more buying pressure coming into Bitcoin. And frankly, I think we are going to continue trying to break up here. If we manage to get above, and this is what you need to know about Bitcoin right now. If we manage to get above and hold above 63,000, that's a very good sign. And that could indicate that the next leg of this rally back towards all-time high is starting. There's, I have one concern, and that is on the four-hourly chart and the RSI and the divergence we're seeing happening right now. There's a lot that Bitcoin needs to do in price action to keep from forming bearish RSI divergence on the quarterly chart. It's so true. That, that is the one thing. It, it, it's what I'm looking at with that volume because you're absolutely right, Jeb. Like that volume is is nice. It's good. My my problem with it though is that for having such high volume on that little wick, we didn't get we didn't cover a lot of ground for the bulls. Yeah. So the day's not over. You know, there's a lot of work to be done. However. The fight is, I don't think it's as simple as just saying, oh, look at how much pressure there is. Obviously, the bulls are doing well. Yeah, Um, I mean, that's true. And if you draw this as an uptrend rather than a flat level, then you also see that we could be, you could argue that we're in a rising wedge. But the fact is also, there are so many things that are bullish on Bitcoin right now. I mean, look, we're we're about to have a bullish, we're about to have a a bullish cross on MACD. Lux Oscillator down here is quite bullish. Uh, I'm pretty sure... Market cipher, yeah, market cipher at four hourly chart. Goodness gracious, any of you guys who know how to read market cipher, this is ridiculously bullish. Money flow is very high, very healthy. VWAP's moving to the upside. Stoke RSI, RSI sitting up here. Momentum's moving to the upside. We just had a green dot. Like, there's a lot of bullish stuff going on. We also have that uh, in the last two hours, in the last eight hours, there's been a bullish engulfing candlestick. Like, yes, there is bearish RSI divergence, but we have to be careful. Uh, bearish RSI divergence is rarely ignored, but it does happen. So I I see that, but I don't know that it. Uh, yeah. I think. It's getting a little bit outvoted. Well, yeah, we'll see. Well, the, we you know, shall there's a lot see. will happen for the rest of the day. We'll go ahead and read some super chats here. Let's we do, do have a new member, a new Jebi Young, Woo! JW Crash. Let's go. So welcome to the team. Welcome. Uh, we'll move on. We have some questions here. Bobo the Crypto Hobo. I love that name. Uh, yeah, he, I've said that he's before. Come but here I love a couple that times. Name. One thing everyone is talking about is inflation and how it would be good for Bitcoin price. But what about deflation crash? What are your thoughts? Yeah, so the deflation argument's hard. There's a lot of economic. Re- and by the way, if you guys are enjoying today's stream, consider hitting that like button. It helps us in the algorithm. So I very much appreciate 
appreciate that. Let's see if we can't get to 1,000 likes. The argument with deflation is this. The government is going to get scared of inflation because they're worried that rampant, defla- that rampant inflation is going to lead to um, the U.S. dollar losing its hegemony as a world reserve currency status and that there's going to be a push for deflation so that we don't have, um, well, the U.S. dollar lose its hegemony as the world reserve currency status. The problem is with the way inflation has been going, it is incredibly difficult to stop a tidal wave of inflation. A lot of people are talking about deflation, and yes, deflation might be coming, but we have not seen that so far. We, we, we haven't seen it. The inflation rate is ridiculous over the last 18 months. Economists have been saying that we could see uh, deflation. They said it last year and that it could become as, coming as early as October of last year. It has not happened. I think that deflation is something that is in the cards because the economics right now are very screwy, frankly. That's the best word I can give for it, and I can go in more detail in that and do a story on that if you would like, but it's difficult to explain in a few words. But the point is, I don't see that inflation is going to be coming relatively soon. I think that we're going to see a lot of inflation coming, and I think it's going to be very hard for the federal government to stop that if they don't want to do anything about the fact that 40% of dollars have been printed in the last 18 months. Hmm. We have another one from Kevin Finsel saying, hey, Jeb, wanted to know if you dabble with spider line charting at all. If so, what are your thoughts on it? Let's go Ethereum. I've used it before. I haven't, um, I haven't looked at it for anything recent, so it's difficult for me to give you anything on it i've used it um it just it, it i haven't found it to be particularly useful in my trading um but people do find it useful so i'm not going to knock it i just don't personally use it all that much gotcha gabby tc said could we expect a dump after the etf goes live then continue to run from there or just continue to pump from here yeah absolutely it depends on how the i mean the, the etf is a wild card because we, we've seen a lot of big launches happen for example we've seen Bitcoin futures launched on December 16, 2017. What happened that day? We hit all-time high and corrected 85% the next year. We saw Coinbase IPO. What happened? We corrected 55% within the next three months. We saw back launch. No avail. We actually saw a drop the next day. There's been a lot of big announcements, and then nothing really came of them. And I think this Bitcoin ETF has been hyped up quite a bit, and there's two reasons why I think it shouldn't be. We talked about this in recent content, so I'm not going to go into a ton of detail on it. But number one, first of all, Bitcoin ETFs are not a right now kind of thing. They are going to have a major impact over the next 10 years, but they're not necessarily going to have a giant impact today. We need to embrace delayed gratification and long-term outlooks, and that's where we're going to make the most of our gains. I'm speaking from experience on that. I have I have cryptocurrency that I've been holding since 2017. And I'm very glad that I had that long-term perspective. But on top of that, also, I think that the fact that it's a Bitcoin futures ETF is going to shoot any potential gains in the foot just a little bit. Um, let me see here. I think it's Click XYY said, how much will altcoins drop in the bear market? Um, it depends on the altcoins. So Ethereum probably will drop between 50, 60, 70%. I'll tell you in a second where I'm getting that from. Some of these altcoins are going to crash and they're going to be worth nothing. I just got to be honest with you guys. We're in a bull market right now. The market is incredibly bullish. Um, There are a lot of altcoins that are getting a lot lot of attention because of that bull market and they're being swept along with the current. There is a sifting that happens every time we go into a bear market where the projects that don't actually provide value end up getting absolutely wrecked. I remember there are so many projects that were in the top 10, top 15 back in 2017 that are in the top 100 now. They're sitting at 60, 70, 80. IOTA is a good example. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're they're EOS. They're a, a basic attention token. Used to be higher. It's a good project, but there are a lot of altcoins that end up getting absolutely swallowed by a bear market so 
the larger the cryptocurrency, the more established it is, the less the bear market's going to hurt them. But some of these smaller caps, it's going to absolutely decimate them. All right, well, let's go ahead and jump back into content. If you guys are liking this stream, please consider subscribing to the channel. It really helps us out. And again, as we said at the beginning of intermission, if you haven't already hit that like button, it helps boost us in the algorithm. But without further ado, Jeb, let's get into more Ethereum. Let's do it, guys. We are going to talk about the Ethereum price. We have some bearish things that we want to discuss, and they're very important. Remember, guys, I say this every single day, but it is incredibly important that we're looking at the bullish and the bearish, not just one or the other. We have to make sure that we are maintaining complete and accurate perspective on this market, because if we get blindsided, that is no one's fault but ourselves, because we need to make sure that we are fully informed on our investments and our trades. That's why I want to talk about Ethereum today, because we haven't talked about it in a while. I want to make sure you guys know what's going on. It's very important that you do. With that said, let's jump straight into it on the daily chart. The first thing I want to show you is another feature of Lux Algo. By the way, guys, like I said, today's show is brought to you by Lux Algo. So if you want to help to support this channel, check the link down below. It's an indicator pack. There's like 15 indicators in here. They're really, really great. And they are something that have been helping my trading and technical analysis for quite some time. You can get 20% off with coupon code JEB at checkout. Nevertheless, Lux Algo right now is very, very flat here on its uh, cloud. Now, I'm actually just for the sake of you being able to see this more easily. I'm going to turn off the signals. I'm going to turn off the buy and the sell signals. I'm just going to show you the cloud because this is the point I'm making here. This is called the EQ cloud. And you can see that it crosses bullish and bearish at times, but it also gives us resistance and support. You can see that there's a resistance that got touched right here. We fell into the support right here and right here and reversed. It is actually a very helpful part of the tool that I want to make sure I'm showing you guys. Right now, the bullish thing is that we are above the cloud. The bearish thing is the cloud actually looks like it's about to reverse and have what you might call a bearish cross. Now, that's not necessarily a terrible thing. We saw something similar happen back over here in October of 2020, but I do want you to be aware that whenever this EQ cloud crosses, oftentimes it will be a lagging confirmation signal of a downtrend. Now, we are not seeing a lagging confirmation of a downtrend anywhere else. What we're seeing is potential of breaking to the upside. So there's a bullish component here, too. That is that we're seeing this act as support, and we did see this bullish component. But I just want you to know that this EQ cloud could be giving us an early warning sign of something. Moving on from there, though, I also want to show you the volume. The volume on Ethereum is concerning. Here's the reason why. The 20 moving average on on the volume is uh, a way that we can get understanding of what the volume is doing over time. It's a moving average. It gives us a better idea of how to interpret the data. This has been moving to the downside since the September the 26th. This makes sense. We've seen very low volume in the cryptocurrency market. We've seen, frankly, very low interest in crypto, considering we're sitting at all-time high. Like, think about how much attention was on crypto six months ago when we were hitting these levels for the first time. Now we're back up here, and everybody's like, oh, yeah, all right, I've seen $4,000 Ethereum before. Yeah, whatever. I remember when Ethereum was trading at 88 bucks. I bought Ethereum back down there. And I'm very glad I did. I bought several of them. I'm very happy about that investment. Everybody gets bored when you are in charted territory. It's when you start going into uncharted territory that all of a sudden all the new people come out of the woodwork. So it makes sense that the volume is low, but it's not encouraging. Keep that in mind because we need to have high volume if we're going to be moving to the upside in a big way. Now, the next thing I want to show you is on the MACD. And the fact of the matter on the MACD is that there is bearish convergence going on. Now, again, if Ethereum manages to break to the upside in a big way, then we could see that bullish MACD cross on the hourly chart. But for right now, we are seeing bearish MACD convergence on the daily chart. And there could very well be a bearish cross if Ethereum does manage to play out some of the scenarios that I'm going to talk about in a little bit. And remember, guys, I'm showing you all the technicals. And then here in a minute, I'm going to show you what all of them, what all of them mean. And I'm going to give you my breakdown of where, you, where I think that we are going. So stay tuned for that. 
I know I may be saying a lot right now, but just stay tuned. I'm going to break it all down really simply so that you guys have something you can walk away with. Now, on top of that, I also want to show you another indicator called Market Cipher DBSI. I'm actually going to go ahead and bring that up really quickly. Market Cipher DBSI. It is under DBSI. I can't find it actually. Let me. I'm going to show you guys that a little bit later. But the point of that is that there are some sell indications right up here, and there is a little bit of selling pressure. But moving on here, the other thing I want to show you is on Market Cipher. Uh, Market Cipher itself. Market Cipher B. I said earlier that kind of the theme of this stream is that there's short-term bearishness followed by longer-term bullishness. Now, the point here, longer-term bullishness, we're seeing uptrending momentum. That's a very good sign. But shorter term, we just saw a red dot. We're seeing volume, um, uh, money flow move to the downside. We're seeing the RSIs move to the downside. So what does this mean? It means that the last you know, 15 days on Ethereum have been very bullish. And the next 15 days on Ethereum, probably going to be very bullish. The next day or two, Maybe not so much. We've lost some momentum. We're moving to the downside a little bit. And that's kind of what we're seeing across all the technicals. They're all saying, yeah, we're bullish, but eh, today, not really. We're just kind of bored today is what a lot of this indicator, a lot of what our indicators are telling us. Now, another thing to show you has to do with our candlesticks here. Number one, there is a very large upper wick right here, and this candlestick on the 16th of October is what is known as a shooting star candle. Then we've also seen a red-green-red formation right here that I've talked about at length. This is a non-engulfing green candlestick followed by an engulfing red candlestick. And then, again, we're seeing a non-engulfing green candlestick right here. Basically, what that means is that the last four candlesticks, every single one of them, are quite bullish. Excuse me, quite bearish. None of them are very exciting. None of them are very good for the price, except you might be able to make an argument that this longer wick to the downside on the 17th is a bullish signal. But frankly, I'm not buying it. Another thing I want to show you here is the Bollinger Bands because the Bollinger Bands have been convergent quite a bit over the last two days. This means that, volat that uh, volatility on Ethereum has been declining quite rapidly. That's not a good sign. We want volatility to be increasing. Now, again, I want to seriously make sure that you guys understand this and that I emphasize this. Ethereum and most of these bearish technical indicators are not saying Ethereum's going to crash. They're not saying Ethereum's going to have a massive drop. They're, they, they actually should be expected because they say that Ethereum is having what is known as consolidation right now. Remember, we said earlier, we're in the symmetrical triangle pattern. We're probably going to break to the upside and we're consolidating. When you're consolidating, things like volume go down. Things like uh, market cipher say that we're a little bit bearish. Things like Bollinger Bands say that we're losing volatility. That makes sense. So I'm not surprised by any of this. And by the way, I'm not concerned by any of it, but it is stuff that you need to know. Now, moving on down to the four hourly chart, I want to show you a couple of other things. And the first one has to do with our market cipher again. And that is the fact that we're red on the money flow. It is increasing, but the money flow is still red. And you should know that. And the RSIs are moving to the downside. On top of that, if we look at uh, Lux Oscillator here, which I'll go ahead and bring that up, Lux Oscillator, then we can see that there was, in fact, a red dot right here. This red dot is super interesting because it actually predicted this correction. If I show you where that red dot happened, we can draw a vertical line right here. And by the way, this is all in Mar this is all in Lux Algo. Any of you guys that um, are signed up for Lux Algo, you have access to all these indicators. So this red dot right here on uh, uh, noon on the 15th of October said we were going to move to the downside, and then we actually topped out about four hours later. So that called this top. That was a great red dot. But on top of that, we've been losing um, uh, territory here here on Lux Oscillator, and that's not very bullish. It looks like we might be about to flip into the red territory, so that would make sense. That is just something else I want you to be aware of. Now, with all of that said, 
how does this all tie together? We're gonna go to another intermission really quickly. We're gonna come back. I'm gonna break down what all of this means. And then we are going to make sure that we fully understand where is Ethereum, where is Ethereum going, how is it going to get there? We're going to answer all those questions. I've thrown a bunch of technicals at you. Now's the time that we're going to pull all this together into a nice, neat bow so that you have something to walk away with that you can um, go and hopefully make some profitable trades with on Ethereum. So with that said, Tim, we're a minute or two early, but let's go ahead and jump yeah. back into uh, intermission. All right, we have one from The Rock God saying, what's your quarter four Cardano and Ethereum prediction? Y'all are doing a great job. Keep it up. And oh, I'm going to pair you. this. We have another one from Alessandro the Cynical saying, I know it's boring right now, but what are your thoughts on ADA? So I'm going to combine the two. Yeah. Because they're, they're asking the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, th- and by the way, thank you guys very much for those super chats. They're very much appreciated. Yes. Right now, I can even show you on my chart. Cardano is in a gigantic symmetrical triangle pattern. Like, it is consolidating like there's no tomorrow. It has been coiling up and coiling up and coiling up and coiling up. And by the way, the same thing's happening on all three of the major cryptocurrencies. We're seeing it happen on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and ADA. All three of them. They're all coiling up. So right now, you can see that ADA is in this super, super tight formation. It's almost certainly going to have a breakout soon. And guys, this is not just a theme in Ethereum. It's not just a theme in Cardano. It's the theme in the whole crypto market. Right now, there's a lot of tension. I don't know if you can feel it, but it is palpable. It's in the air. You could cut it with a butter knife, dude. There's so much tension in crypto right now. It feels like it's about to have this gigantic movement. And I think it's going to. And I think it's going to be predicated on Bitcoin having a big break above 65,000 in the next week or two. And when that happens, things like this symmetrical triangle pattern on Cardano are going to break and they're going to break big time. I think that we're going to have a major move on Cardano relatively soon. As far as end-of-year price targets, I think that Cardano is likely to be back up above all-time high, probably in the mid-$3 to $4 territory. And I think Ethereum is probably going to be up around five dollars to $5,500, maybe even $6,000 by the end of the year. I've even gone as bullish as to say up to $8,000 by the end of January before. So I think that these projects are likely to see a 50% increase over all-time high more than likely uh, relatively soon, 30 to 50% increase over all-time high by the end of the year. Gotcha. All right, we have one now. Here we go. Here's a name. It's not really hard. It's one of two options. It's either Verge or Verge, Raphael. He says, what are the chances of one final shakeout for Bitcoin before breaking all-time high? Love the content. New to crypto, and I appreciate all the knowledge you provide. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, no, it's uh, as far as likely... I actually do think that something like that is quite likely. I don't think we're going to see a massive dump. What I think that we might see is sideways movement while we're gearing up. I talked about yesterday on our uh, on our on our show that in 2020. Bitcoin coiled up quite a bit before it hit $20,000 and broke it. We actually traded sideways for three weeks. We've been trading sideways below all-time high on Bitcoin for a grand total of, let's see here, uh, five days. So there is potential that Bitcoin could literally just trade sideways, maybe some 5 or 5% movements to the up or the downside for the next several weeks. Um, as far as a shakeout, frankly, I don't know what there is to shake out. Like, there's not a lot of... there. There's a lot of... How do I put this? There's a lot of FOMO in the crypto community, but they're not going to get shaken out. Most of the people that are in crypto right now seem to be the diamond handers. They seem to be the hodlers. I don't really think there's a bunch of thing to be shaken out. I don't. I haven't seen this giant influx of new investors that are really, you know, paper hands. I haven't seen that. So I don't really think yeah. that there's a whole lot that needs to be shaken out. Personally. Yeah, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if there's a lot like Jeb's just saying. I don't know if there's a lot of downside to that shakeout. But I'm just going to let you know. I agree with the thought. Again, I don't know if the name is Verge or Verge. Um, I agree, though, that I think we do need one more 
sideways shakeout before we hit new all-time highs and that's just that's just the tendencies of yeah. the of the whales and the institutions to really I mean would composite you, man wouldn't you want to always be able to purchase tops and then sell the bottoms well that's what they want to do and so they love yeah, getting everybody else purchase what? the tops and sell the bottoms that's what I'm you're right My, <laughs> thank you for correcting me sell the tops purchase the bottoms that's what they're doing so that is why we have shakeouts the but as we just talked about as Jeb just said there is so much sentiment going right now that the best that they can do is delay it for a little bit so they can accumulate a little more, a little more before it keeps going up. Boom, there you go. Guys, if you're enjoying today's stream, consider hitting that like button. It really helps to support our channel when you guys do that. If you think that we have provided you value, then the way that you can help to support us is through the like button. And you can also subscribe to the channel if you think that we are continually providing you value that you would like to have access yeah. to. Every single day, we put out a ton of free content here on YouTube. And if you'd like to be updated every single time that it comes out, consider hitting that post notification bell as well. Now, guys, I want to hear where you think ADA and Ethereum are going. Give me a hashtag followed by the dollar symbol, followed by some numbers. Where is Ethereum going to be at the end of the year? Hashtag ADA price prediction number and hashtag Ethereum price prediction in the chat. I want to see where you guys think we are going to be at the end of the year. I think we got time for one or two more. If well, we I have think them. We, well, I mean, we only have one more. So one that, more? Cool. Perfect. Answers it perfectly. Matt C., he just wanted to say he had to head out to a meeting, but he'll be listening in the car. So, Matt, if you're listening, uh, we're still with you. How about cool, some Matt. coffee and donuts for the team? Oh, Keep up man. the great work. Dude, I could go for some coffee and donuts right now. That sounds good. We might have to yeah. do that. That we'll sounds to, real good. That one out. Now, guys, what we're going to do now is we're going to pivot, and I'm going to break down what all of this means. We have thrown so many technicals at you, and I want to make sure that you walk away from the stream having an understanding of where we are and where we're going. So let's jump back onto the Ethereum chart, and I'm going to attempt to make this as simple as possible because I understand throwing literally three dozen technicals at you can be a lot, and I don't want to just speak at you and you walk away from the stream and not have anything. I want you to be able to walk away with such a profound understanding of where Bitcoin is right now and where Bitcoin and Ethereum and crypto is right now that you know, like, hey, boom, this is my strategy. Hey, boom, this is where this is going. I'm going to do this. So here's what I think is going to happen on Ethereum. Let's jump onto my screen. If we take a look at Ethereum here, it is in a symmetrical triangle pattern, and we are very tight in that symmetrical triangle pattern. We've spoken about that. I see a lot of bearish technicals that are short-term. I see a lot of bullish technicals that are long-term. So one to seven days, that looks like an arrow. Seven, one to seven days, I think that we are potentially bearish. I think we are likely to move to the downside. Seven to 30 days, though, I think that we are quite bullish. So here's the deal. The next one to seven days, I see a number of different things having the potential to play out. Number one, we can either break straight bullish out of this symmetrical triangle pattern I showed you and rally up to our local high of $4,000 and then all the way up to our price target of $4,250 and then all the way up to all-time high and beyond. Because I do have price targets of $4,700. I'm going to show you some of those here in a second. That I'm not confident based on this chart is going to happen. If that occurs, it's likely going to be as a result of a big move on Bitcoin. Right now, though, I don't think Ethereum is going to do that on its own. If it does break to the upside here, it's probably going to be following Bitcoin. What I think is actually more likely here, unfortunately for our short-term long positions, is I think we're probably going to break to the downside and come down and test $3,622. Why? That's our shoulder level. We've actually already tested that several times, and it would make a lot of sense if we came down here and tested it one final time before blasting off. That being said, 
I would be very careful about trading this movement. A lot of times people say, oh, Jeb thinks that this is going to happen, then this is going to happen, then this is going to happen. I'm going to try and trade every single one of those movements. Eh, you can do that. I don't think it's a good idea. In my opinion, if you were trying to trade this, I would look to be entering a long position here around 3625 uh, and then wait for an uptrend. Now, this is a very strong level of support. So if you do that, I would encourage you to have a very tight stop loss. I'm talking like maybe $3,575, like a $50 stop loss. Again, I want to be very clear on this. I don't know your position. I don't know your trading philosophy. Please never simply follow my ideas. I'm not trying to tell you exactly what trade you should make here. I'm simply giving you food for thought. Is that clear? Cool. Perfect. Now, that's what I think is more likely. I don't think it's most likely that uh, Ethereum is going to break to the upside here. I think it is more likely that we're going to break to the downside briefly, test this support, and then rally. But there are some other scenarios that you should be aware of as well. These are the first two. I will go ahead and label them, one and two. Then there's another scenario that Ethereum could break all the way down to this uptrending level of support, bounce, and rally. That uptrending level of support is the longer-term uptrending level of support that has been in play for quite some time. That is the third scenario. Notice all three of these have to do with a move to the upside. Why? Well, I think that we have some bearish technicals, and that's where this leg to the downside on these different scenarios comes from. But in general, the longer-term technicals and the overall market sentiment is quite bullish. So I don't want to be overly bearish. I think one of these three things is going to occur. Either we're going to break to the upside right now and we're just going to leave it behind and we're going to be up at $4,200 tomorrow. Or secondarily, we could pull back over the next day or two down to $3,625, break to the upside and then move back up to $4,250, $4,400 and beyond. Or thirdly, we could pull all the way back down to our support level right here, which would make a lot of sense. And frankly, this is probably my second scenario that I think is most likely and then bounce and rally. So this is one scenario, two scenario, three scenario. The one I think is most likely is this middle one. The one I think is secondarily most likely is this third one. And the one I think is the least likely of the three is actually the first one. I think it's least likely that we're just going to break straight up right now. If we do, it's probably going to be because Bitcoin went into a big movement. Now, on top of that, I do want to show you some other price targets because there is more stuff out here on the daily chart that you should be aware of. First and foremost, this one's pretty obvious, but this symmetrical triangle pattern has a price target. Quite simply, if you just you know do this, it has a price target of $8,000. Now, on top of that, if we look at our previous symmetrical triangle pattern that showed up here in 2017, and we look at the way we broke out of this, we can see that that Ethereum broke out 270% from its local high, which is $400. If we did that and we broke out 270%, we'd be sitting up around fifteen dollars to $16,000 on Ethereum. So there are very bullish price targets on Ethereum having to do with all of these articles that we looked at earlier. If you haven't looked at those, make sure you scrub back because they are very, very important. I think that no matter what happens, the next three to six months is going to be remarkably bullish on Ethereum. So I've said that five times, but I'm saying it again for that one dude. I'm going to call him, I don't know, what should I call him? I'm going to call him Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy, I hear you, man. Jeb, you're so bearish. Why are you so bearish? You keep saying Bitcoin's going to crash. You keep saying Ethereum's going to crash. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying it might have a small correction and then rally. Clear? Cool. All right. Here's the deal. I think that over the next one to seven days, there is a high likelihood of a movement to the downside in some capacity. But in the next seven to 30 days, I think there is a high likelihood of a movement to the upside, potentially back to all-time high, and even local price targets, such as $4,700. I think that that is what's more likely in the next seven to 30 days. That is my prediction. But Tim, I'd love to hear yours. Do you agree with that, or are you on a different no, that, I, Okay, so again, I'm watching your chart Full 30 screen. seconds behind as you're drawing it, so I got a little confused just listening, but now that I'm, I'm looking at the chart, I, I liked your prediction even as you drew it there 
the likelihood, the which is the most likely, which is the second likely, which is the yeah. Third drop likely. a one in chat if you'd like me to do that more because that's definitely something I can keep doing. Here, here is the thing that people even need to understand about technical analysis. If you think that you're going to be able to read technical analysis and know nothing about a project and know nothing that's happening in the news and know nothing about the on-chain metrics, then you're absolutely right. Technical analysis is not going to be the end-all, be-all magic. Again, that's like going never claimed to, to be. That's like going to Vegas and knowing how to count cards, but not knowing how to play the game blackjack. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you can count cards. If you don't know how to play the game, then you're not going to do well. It's, it's when you know how to play the game and you know how to count cards that it gives you not a 100% chance of winning, but a higher chance of winning. So that's what we're seeing here. And again, could we see that third option that Jeb said, the immediate rally happen? Absolutely. It's just when we're looking at the odds and we're looking at everything in context, there's no piece of news that is so amazingly bullish that would warrant that. And when you look at the technicals, it does look like we need a short-term correction for Ethereum before we rally. That being said, I don't know why people call us bearish when we'd say it's going to go down a little bit before it rallies high because that's still bullish move. If anything, it's really good for bullish moves to correct first, to build up some steam, to build up some bullish power, and then explode. If all you do is ever go up and you get farther, 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 inflated, inflated, inflated every single day, what follows that is a hard crash, not a healthy rally. Yep. Absolutely. Well, let's read a couple super chats because I know we have some, and then we, we have, have to a do couple our yeah. price predictions. We have Ooh. one. I think. I mean, unless I'm missing one, we Might have one Brett. from Brett, and go, he Brett. said, "You guys are always the highlight of the morning. No. Great Ethereum content today. Thank you. How do you feel about Ben's prediction of a bull market ending in early December? Agree, disagree? Maybe we have until quarter one of 2022. I think that a bull market ending in December is more likely than it than it ending like around a month ago like like we were talking about but the the fact is i think that it's still too early i really just so here's the thing hype cycles take time we only have early to mid december's 2 months away we are about to enter a hype cycle the likes of which we have never seen before like the amount of people that are about to say what's bitcoin i want to get into bitcoin i want to make some money in ethereum i want to buy an nft the number of people that are about to say that is probably in the hundreds of millions i don't i think we're about to see a hype cycle the likes of which this space has literally never experienced on even a minor par mhm I think that that's going to take longer than two months. I don't think that it is going to end in December. I have been saying for a long time now, I think this bull market is going to last at least into the middle part of quarter one, 2022. And frankly, I think it's going to last longer than that. The reason is these things take time. People get very excited about the bull market and they're probably going to be in it for a long time. Now, that being said, I have been wrong many times on technical analysis. I have been wrong many times on predictions. I am not perfect. I never claim to be. So if Ben is right, Ben is wrong. I do not endorse anyone hating on Ben for a prediction. I just want to make that clear also because Ben is a very intelligent guy and I'm sure he has his reasons. I happen to disagree with him, but he and I are very close friends and I don't want there to be any drama around Jeb said this, Ben said that. So let's just clear that up right there. Yeah. Which, by the way, Brett, that's not what you were doing, but some people will try and say like, oh, Jeb and Ben are fighting. That's not the point here. here. Here's another thing that people I think need to remember when watching, and, and there are some YouTubers that probably do not share this sentiment, in which case I would I would disagree with them and say like, hey, like you need to change your take on how you're presenting your channel. But as a whole, if you are going to YouTubers to, to make every trade based off of what they say, then honestly, the mistake is on you. 
hopefully, and this is what we're doing here, we're not teaching people or telling people what to think about anything. Yep. Rather, we are trying to help people learn how to think. Because at the yep. end of the day, the only person who can be responsible for any decision they make should and it will be you. Yep. It is not us. Like even if even if we say, oh, I strongly urge, hopefully we don't say like that, but if we say, I strongly urge you get in now, you're still the one clicking the button. So that is why we are so adamant about not telling you, hey guys, do this right now how I do it. We'll tell you what we're doing and we will show you charts. And that's why we, we look at the bullish and the bearish because we want to give you a full picture so you can make a decision for yourself. Yep. And unfortunately, there are so many people who just listen to either YouTubers or any other platform and then make their decisions based off of that and then they get wrecked. And that the problem with that is not taking personal responsibility. Yep. And so our responsibility is not to make your decisions for you, but rather to empower you to make your own decisions. So even with Ben, Ben is making his own opinion, which he's entitled to, and every single one of you is entitled to as well. That just is an opinion that I disagree with, Jeb disagrees with. Smay, what do you think? Are you agreeing with Ben's prediction of a bull market over in December? No. Okay, but that doesn't mean that we hate Ben. That doesn't mean that he's the worst person in the world. It means, hey, he has a different opinion than us. That's great because he's probably figured out how to think and he thinks for himself. The same as every single one of the rest of us should do. But Tim does hate Smay, uh, Smay because of the picture behind him though, right? You know, I don't hate Smay. <laughs> you know, no, nothing's good gonna come from a, you know, I don't hate him kind of statement, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, guys, that looks like it's all the super chats. Let's go ahead and do our price predictions because yes. we are going to be predicting Bitcoin so that hopefully I can win the HODL trophy next week. Guys, I always spend I'm always spending so much time doing the stream planning that I always end up doing the price prediction literally right now. And my brain is never on what's it gonna be at 9 30 on Friday. My brain's gonna be on what's it gonna be tomorrow, what's it gonna be next month, what's it gonna be da-da-da-da-da, you know, because I'm trying to do a video on something. So I'm hoping that I will win it this week. It's really funny that Smay always wins it. So let's go ahead and do it. I guess I have to go first, don't well, I? Well, just I want to clarify because I told them there's going to be a twist. So we, we did a lot of thinking about this, and, and this is something we, we've been chewing on for a while. But we're going to change from doing all three Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Cardano. We are only going to be predicting Bitcoin. We had some weeks where like we split, like each one of us won one of them, so there was a draw. We, we want to win here, uh, so we don't want any ties. Yeah. Uh, so we are only going to be predicting Bitcoin. And this is something we might do seasons of where we predict Bitcoin, then seasons where we do Ethereum or Cardano, whatever. But clearly right now in the market, Bitcoin is the most interesting. So therefore, the only coin we're predicting is Bitcoin. You are the first one up, Jeb. And, and we also have yep. some time, so I want you to give some explanation. We're going to also give explanations for yeah. our predictions. Yeah. And by the way, guys, for, for the one person out there that wasn't sure if I was joking or not. Tim does not hate Smay. We love Smay. Smay is awesome. I, I, had I feel to clarify like Smay's honestly like my best friend. Yeah. And that's why we treat each Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Aw. Oh, that's sweet. No, uh, Tim actually hates me. That's Aww. true. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Man. All right. Well, my prediction on Bitcoin is that it is freaking dumping right now. Have you guys seen the chart? Like, Bitcoin just had a giant crash, uh, literally from 62.60 down to 61.400. Let me rephrase that. Not a crash. It is a drop. Yes, I don't want to yes, spread yes, FUD. Yes, yes. It is a drop. I'm still bullish on Bitcoin, but this is kind of what we're talking about, where I think Bitcoin needs to consolidate a little bit. Look, guys, I'm going to go with my gut here. I personally would be surprised if we had broken all-time high by the end of this week. That being said, I do think this is going to be a good week. So my prediction on Bitcoin that I am pulling out of my head right now as we are talking is $63,000. 
That's where I think Bitcoin's going to be. All right, and the your, your rationale is, is... My reason is, if you look at my chart, I think it's going to gradually continue this little uptrend that we've been in for five days, and it's going to do almost nothing. I think that it's going to be a relatively boring week, but a progressing week yeah. for Bitcoin. Okay. Yeah. May, what's your thoughts? Full screen. All right, guys. My thought is that this rally ain't over and that I think we're going to break all time high by Friday. And I think we're going to hit we're begin, we're going to be sitting at 65,000 uh, on Friday at 930 a.m. 65,000. 65, so all so, high. So here's yep. the, I, I, I chose this prediction this morning at about nine o'clock, nine a.m. before we had that little pump and it looked like we were going to break through 63. And I and I sat there and I was like, oh, my, like uh, I was completely wrong. Like maybe we're going to go hit all time high before the end of the hour. Here's the things I'm looking at. And again, as Jeb just mentioned, we did come back down even below 62. The two things I am looking at, and I'm, I'm kind of saying, this is why I believe, you know, I'm not going to make a prediction you guys like. I know there's going to be a lot of people who say, Tim, why are you hating on it? Long term, I still think Bitcoin's going up. I don't think this is going to be a great week for Bitcoin. I'm going to give you my prediction first, and then I'll explain. My prediction is 62,000 because I think we'll end right. well. You made but it sound like it was going to be like 40,000. Yeah, no, that, that's why I had to give it first before I give my yeah. thing. I, I like being on the I like being the lowest prediction here. And here's two things. First of all, as I mentioned on stream, and it was kind of concerning to me, the volume was really high and did very little. Yeah. What that described to me was the bulls are making one last ditch effort. They're exhausting themselves and making no progress. Like like in tug of war, and people have talking about there's a tug of war game. If one side you goes into like sicko mode and uses all of their energy <laughs> and only moves the rope an inch, going to sicko mode, they're probably about to give up a lot of ground. That's true. Second thing, this is historical analysis. And by the way, I was watching a video last night, just refreshing myself on TA, where we talk about, in CD2A, we talk about doing back analysis, doing historical analysis. I went back and did some historical analysis. On the daily chart, Jeb, if you want to go to it. Yes, sir, I will. And I know I'm, I'm taking a little extra, but I think this Here is really go. important. Go to just the, just hit the Bollinger Bands, because it'll show what I want to show. First of all, in the Bollinger Bands, we're sitting towards the top. A lot of times when we hit the top, we kind of at least move sideways, if not down. We are moving sideways. We can continue to move there. Also, look at that orange line, which is the 20 SMA, okay? Look at that line. And tell me when you just look back at history, what we do with it. When we have good rallies, we come away from it and then we correct back to it. We go away from it, we come back to it. We cross below it, we come back, bounce off it, use it as resistance, but ultimately we use that line frequently. If you look at the 20 EMA and you're just looking at the EMA scores, we use it the same line. We have not touched the 20 EMA since the 1st of October. It's coming, I, and I'm not saying 100% it has to be this time, but we got to touch it sometime just to maintain a healthy rally. We actually talk about that. Jeb talks about it in his video. Yep. When you don't touch the 20 for a long time and you stay above it or below it, if we're below it, that's great news because that means it's time to go back to it. On the flip side, though, when you're above it yep. and you're bullish and you haven't touched it in a long time, there might need to be a hard crash. Not a crash, a hard dip that brings you back to it. Yep. I don't think that's going to happen. I do believe that the the where we currently are at, there's so much support it just needs to move sideways and slightly down. Yep. I think, do not be surprised if before the end of the week, we come back down below 60, maybe even touch all the way to 58, in the 58 numbers, and then end the week coming back up to 62. Yeah. And that's why I have my prediction. Yeah, because the, that moving average that you're talking about, very, very important, guys. Great point he's making here. That moving average that he's talking about by Friday will likely be, if we extrapolate it, 
sitting right around 57,000. So a lot of times what you'll see happen is that the moving average that he's discussing will rally up and then you just need a short little correction. That's maybe a 25% retracement from the rally. We see it happen here. We see it happen here. You can see, I mean, just a ton of examples where we get all the way up to the top of the Bollinger Bands. Then you see a little bit of Bollinger Band convergence like we did here. And then we pull back down to this level and something very similar might be happening here on Bitcoin. So that is where his prediction is coming from. And I got to respect it. It's the reason that I've been saying for a while that Bitcoin needs to trade sideways is because it is rallied too far too fast and it needs to calm down a little bit. I don't think that we're going to have a massive hype cycle come in right now. I think it is going to take a little bit of time. So I actually completely agree with your rationale there. I just think we're going to be a little bit higher. And I'm glad that I didn't say exactly what you said. So I'm saying 63. Guys, if you enjoyed today's show, consider hitting that like button. It helps to support the channel when you do. Let's see if we can get a 2,000 likes here in the next couple of minutes. We've got 4,000 people watching. And guys, make sure that you subscribe to the channel if you believe that we have genuinely provided you valuable content that you would like to see more often. We go live 9.30 every single day, every single weekday here on the channel for our Coffee and Crypto Live. If you guys would like to support the channel and also get access to a phenomenal technical indicator that we use every single day. I mean, you just watch me use like five or six different places in this stream. It's called Lux Algo, and you can find the link down below. Use the coupon code JEB, J-E-B-B, for 20% off at checkout, and you will not only be helping to support us as a content creator, you will also be getting access to a phenomenal technical indicator that helps you understand where the market is moving next. It's one of my favorite indicators, and I find myself using it every single day. Make sure to follow us on our social medias also, guys. At Crypto Jeb, I'm going to be hitting 25K followers on, on, Instagram, on Twitter like tomorrow, I think. We're at 24.9K. And also make sure to go follow us on Twitter on Instagram because we're almost about to hit 10,000. We post over there literally every single day, so you're not going to want to miss that. Anyway, guys, if you enjoyed today's stream, thank you very much. I very much appreciate you. Before I go, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always, and I will see you guys in the next video. Peace. We hope you enjoyed listening to the Coffee Crypto Podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at CryptoJet. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at Macfee Media.